Hello, everyone. Due to technical issues, this is actually only episode two. Thank you so much for understanding and enjoy. Hiya, I'm Wary, and welcome back to Some Anime. This is my best friend. Cloudy Rini. Hi. And Cloudy is here to attempt to help me understand anime. I've always been surrounded by people who love anime. So come along with me on this journey to guess anime terms and hopefully remember names, which actually I have gotten so much better about, um, mainly just because I remember our main character's name from the anime we are watching currently, which is Princess Jellyfish. So this episode, we're kind of going to talk about uh, episode two and three, correct? Yes, we're going to talk about two and three. And we're going to start you off with episode two, which was called Sukuyaki uh, Western Matsusaka. You said that way. I am so glad you said that because I stared at the title for a long time and couldn't decide how to phonetically write it so I could say it. So in my mind, I went, Cloudy will just say this title. Moving on. <laughs> I, I tried my best. <laughs> hey, better than me. Better than me. You saw my notes. I have to write uh, Zucchini's name down phonetically so I can say it. So. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. so cute. <laughs> it does. It throws me off. But, uh, okay, so episode two starts off right where we left off on episode one with Zukimi and uh, who I fondly have been calling uh, Princess Jellyfish off in their room, correct? Or in... To yeah, see- in her room. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She is in a panic because... Oh my gosh. It's she doesn't well when she went to bed. Um, Princess Jellyfish was completely in drag. So like when she woke yeah. up, he was there, and she was like, "Oh no!" Because one of the big lessons we learned from the first episode is that there are no boys allowed in the sisterhood. Dun dun dun! Not so, allowed in this building. No, <laughs> I mean <laughs> we. It's a funny situation to see uh, Zucchini in because she doesn't, uh, she just shuts down and almost turns to stone. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh I love when she turns to stone. (laughs) Oh, that's later on. That's later on. But uh, yeah, so we. kind of pick up like i said where we uh left off in episode one sorry i'm trying to scroll up to yeah i i saw that you uh mentioned in your notes about her uh trying to get him out of the building and oh yeah that went on well she was just trying to get uh, Princess Jelly out of the building. She's like, "You gotta go. You gotta go. You can't be. You can't be here." But um, of course, the sisterhood doesn't know that there's a boy in Zukimi's room, so they're just going to the door and knocking, or out and about doing their morning business because they live in a um, a communal 
place, right? Like the bathrooms yeah. are communal and everything. Which it's, it's a communal apartment building. Which I heard uh, Princess Jellyfish mention how dated that was. Like that's not a common thing amongst apartment buildings in Japan anymore. It's kind of fallen to the backside of things. Yeah, I think that's probably like most places. It's pretty rare when you like hear of one that's communal. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed Zukimi asking Princess Jelly to put on her lady bits and her wig and leave. But uh, <laughs> I have them boobs on. <laughs> but Princess Jellyfish kindly points out that uh Tsumi or Zukimi uh yeeted the wig into the hallway. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's like, oh shoot. And goes, goes in and out trying to grab it. Uh, why Mayaya, who is broccoli in my notes, is out in the hallway just giving Tsukimi all kinds of like crap just like you know trying to talk to her trying to figure out what's going on but at the ma same time kind of just beep bopping around <laughs> uh my favorite part of that entire sequence is when zukimi picks up the wig and just starts dusting with it my brain freaked out i went girl do you know how expensive that wig is <laughs> Like, that is so expensive. You know, I have a lot of friends who are cosmetologists, and I could say right now they would have passed out. They would have seen that in real life. Like, what are you doing? That is so much money. Especially if that was, like, real hair that was dyed to be, like, that beautiful, like, that beautiful light, pink, purplish lavender. Yeah. Like, is it purple or pink? Well, it looked pink to me, but... That's oh wait, it might have been pink. Like it switches around. Yeah, like uh, colors of anime. wigs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's in anime. I just suspe suspect everybody's hair color will transition at least once or twice. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, they finally, finally, Zukimi gets uh, Princess Jelly out. We uh, haven't yes. learned their name yet though so um well no, I, I don't think they say it quite yet <laughs> no i think we find out towards the end of the episode but uh they finally get him out and it seems just kind of mellow out in the uh common room correct like they're just kind of sitting around talking and yeah then... they're gonna get ready to do their uh weekly hot pot and so they're gonna head out to the supermarket yeah and it looks like a lot of fun i would love to do a hot pot meal actually that sounds like a lot of fun um i've been watching uh, yes. some youtube videos where they do hot pots and all i can think about is how delicious that looks <laughs> well we did one hot pot for your birthday one year yeah we'll do a but we'll have it a was better just experience. In a small group. <laughs> Get a yeah. group going. <laughs> well, you know, the quarantines are almost over. I see light on the horizon. So yes. maybe 
would that able to do that <laughs> sharing food yes yes i that's all i want to do is share food and talk about anime well anime with you specifically but yes that would be so much fun the quarantines almost <sighs> over guys almost over. so much but almost there it's light on the horizon anyway <laughs> They are not in the quarantines, so they can leave their house and go to the store to do yeah. fun communal activities such as hot pot. So they're at the supermarket and uh, we learn Bamba's amazing skill to scope out the tastiest meats. Bamba has laser vision when it comes to sorting out what is the best meats for them yes and i like they're like hovering at the at the supermarket lady that does the discount stickers because <laughs> they're just like we have to we have to get to save money yeah, because they're all on a, like they have like a tight budget um so it makes sense to be like, oh, I just I just need the cheapest but best meat I can get for this delicious hot pot. Exactly. And, and once they, uh, what were you going to say? Nope. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So I, when, once they do that, because I think that was the only big highlight at the supermarket. And yeah, then they're was... walking back. To yeah. their home. Yeah, and, and as they're walking yeah. back, there's like an empty field, and um, I think it's the ba -ba -ba, the communal manager. Her name escapes me every oh, time. She's the one. Yes, the one who like stalls. She points out the empty lot as they pass it, saying that must be another communal place that have has been shut down and is being uh remodeled into something yeah and it seems that their whole neighborhood is going through gentrification yeah it's like they're yeah taking these quote-unquote old buildings and trying to make them into like a I guess, for lack of a better word, a cool hipster area. That's something. I, well, I'm sure we'll I find know. out a little bit more of what it necessarily is, but yeah. Well, there is something, something I'd like to point on. out. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, there's something I'd like to point out before we move on from the empty lot. Uh, bon Bonbas uh, has another amazing talent. Which is, she can tell what model year and, you know, like the model and year of the train that is passing just by the um, oh, horn, sound. by the toot toot. Yes. That blew my mind out of the water. I was like, I want to be so good at something that I just can hear it and be like, oh, it's this year, this model. They ran the train for this long. Like, that blew my mind she's slowly becoming one of my favorites because of that <laughs> she's she, a train wizard <laughs> she loves her trains like just it, it's amazing and i think you know she's one example but everyone else with their respective thing passion they just they know their stuff which is like 
really cool to see like how they each have their own fascinations and they just know so much but outside of that fascination they are completely just lost to the world <laughs> which i feel sometimes <laughs> oh so true heck out since we've been quarantined I'm kind of afraid of just going back out into society and trying to communicate with people once again when you when it's necessary. Um, I've lost my social norms. Um, you know, like schooling your face when somebody says something stupid, not to make that like immediate facial reaction of "Oh my god, I can't believe you just said something so stupid." Um, so I need to learn how to school my face again, or I will be upsetting a lot of people. <laughs> it's like, it's... I really do not care. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's like, oh, no, wait. You. I'm supposed to care. <laughs> <laughs> Society bass. Got it. <laughs> totally get it. <laughs> um, while they're going back home, uh, Tasumi seems to be a little bit panicking in her mind about the fact that she had princess jellyfish in her room earlier that day so oh, yeah. um i saw her go to um i forget her name because i'm bad oh, with names all uh, right she the owner's building Majoro. yeah and she writes like what hypothetically speaking what if someone accidentally and unknowingly brought a man into the complex what would happen and she just she sends back. back a note that is death da -da. <laughs> you're doomed and, you know yeah, so she's just sweating the entire time that's a very important thing to bring up because it sets up what happens next yeah well like i laugh so hard because <laughs> um you know i I feel that. Like, I don't want any men in my apartment either. They're gross. But I'm biased, so that's <laughs> fair. Yeah. True enough. Very but biased. I kind of get it because, you know, it's a communal living space. And, you know, not everyone's going to be comfortable mixing with, well, yeah. the, you know, I have a theory. different genitalias. Well, I have a theory on um, the person behind the door, the uh, manager, the Wizard of Oz, as we should say. Um, I say? have a theory about her. Well, um, I just think she is secretly filtering, filtering dudes in through a window. That way, no, so the other people's people who live in the building don't get jealous that she's getting some and they're not. <laughs> That's just what my brain did, but it it's could because be I'm weird. But who knows, considering oh, how I don't. Uh, an earlier comment by Chaco is it's like she wouldn't run water water that loudly, and she's all nocturnal. What? Oh man! Now I'm like, what if nobody lives there and it's just a robot? What if it's nobody? Oh man! Now we're getting into the deep deep crevices well, of my psyche and let's not do that <laughs> but hold on to that because later there's something oh. that'll disprove it <laughs> blow my mind because my mind's well, already it, been blown it, quite it, a few times your memory will um, get jogged 
But as before we move when on, when Zakimi gets the answer to death will happen if you accidentally <laughs> do that, she kind of just like panics and runs downstairs. Uh, right? <laughs> and who is on the computer? I forget. It's the girl who likes the dolls. She's reviewing an Chico. application. Is that correct? Yeah. That application was so funny. It's uh, the doll lady. Chico. One more time. Uh, Chaco. Chaco. And Maya, Broccoli, are talking. And <laughs> I'm sorry. The description <laughs> used was a super homosexual couple had applied to live in the building. <laughs> and I like... started crying with laughter immediately. Because Maya goes off on this rant in the background and is just like dabbing like crazy, pointing around, big gestures, because it's Maya. And she yes. is just like, just because we're females, do they think we want to be surrounded by their gayness? Their super gayness? <laughs> just because we're girls? And I was like, dying the entire time. I feel that on a spiritual level sometimes. <laughs> but. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then the superintendent, she goes, I'll just write a firm but polite uh, decline letter. As Maya is <laughs> yes, just like, just because they're super gay doesn't mean we want to hang out with them. They're still dudes and we don't like dudes. <laughs> I laughed. Uh, yeah. So hard. We had to pause it. And Lith and I were laughing and crying for like five minutes just from that. That that's great. <laughs> Made me laugh. Uh, so after all of that happens, I mean that's just to show how much they really don't want men here in this communal apartment complex they live in. They're oh, yes. just very firm on. No, man, they really need that tenant, extra tenant, because they need the extra income, you know, all that stuff. But they're just like, nope, you're a boy. They're, no thanks. They're firm. They, they don't want to go outside their comfort zone. There's not a small part of me that kind of wants to live there. <laughs> it does seem like it'd be fun. Like, they I have, would, like, a whole schedule that just works, and listen, it's cute. I would just watch them, because they all fascinate me. <laughs> <laughs> be like no, I, my my weird habit is watching you guys be weird. <laughs> it's like you're great. I I got my popcorn on the ready. Munch munch. Like yeah, let the drama unfold. It's like somebody tried going out today. The crowd place. Tell us, spill the tea. <laughs> oh man. So uh. We then transition in the show to them preparing the hot pot, correct? They're cutting stuff up. They're all sitting around at the table when there is a knock on the door. Oh, uh, yeah. And um, there's something the... I wanted to bring up before oh. we delved into that. It's oh, the yeah. commercial break. And, <sighs> you know, it, it does the commercial and then oh yeah, with Clara. It, it comes back and tequila. That's yes, <laughs> tequila. That made me laugh. Also, um, 
I love the little moments with Clara for the quote-unquote commercial breaks uh, because she is just so adorable and I like the slight acid trip you go on whenever she comes <laughs> on the screen. There's always yeah. wiggle, wiggling, bright colors. It's just, it's a lot of fun whenever Clara's on the screen. Very cute. <laughs> but, uh, yes, let's continue. They finally start their hot pot. Yeah, and there's a knock at the door, and it is Princess Jellyfish. Hello! Zukimi is, like, shook to the core that Princess Jelly showed back up uninvited, because when, at the beginning of the episode, when Tsumi, or Zukimi finally gets Princess Jellyfish to leave, Princess Jellyfish is like, I'll be back, and Zukimi's like, please never come back here. And she does. Uh, <laughs> she comes like, right back. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Till I come back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you guys are weird. I'm staying here. Uh, and, and so he, well, I guess dressed up. She's she. Mm. Yeah, Um. I, I actually, that brings up something I wanted to talk about. When mm -hmm. she was in drag, I was going to refer to her as her, and when she was not in drag, I was going to do he. Um, that's what they do in the show, kind of. Yeah. So um, I would like to try to follow what the show says while also trying to make myself not uncomfortable. <laughs> so, it's like, um, not confusing myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to make it too confusing for everybody else as well. But yeah, um, Princess Jelly shows back up, and she is just like, "Are we doing hot pot? Let's go!" So <laughs> I just, hey. Well, she's a uh, quote unquote stylish. She's the life of the party. She shows up, and you go, "That I need to stay away from her because she has a lot of energy, and I'm an introvert." Yeah. So she shows up, and they all do the freezing stone. The the four steps, correct? The four uh, natural defenses for encountering a stylish oh, yes. person. We, we have to bring this up specifically. It's Clara's explanation of what's happening. Yeah. So uh, occasionally through the show, um, something will happen, and Clara will pop on, and she'll literally go, Clara here, here to define this. And it's like a top ten board. It's pretty cool. Um, it's but so adorable. Clara pops on, and she goes, so the natural defenses for encountering a stylish person is number one, which is just turn to stone. Oh, yes. Self-defense, fortification. Fortification. Stuff like that. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry, I knocked my water over. It's fine. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's fine. But, uh, fortification. And they all, like, petrify. They show the scene. They're all petrified in stone and not moving. While Princess Jelly is just talking. Chatting away. It's like, being me. Just being and... me, talking nonstop. <laughs> And while being very polite, trying to give people food and stuff, it's quite adorable. Um, yes, and there's also, like, Clara goes into explanation of how their brain is processing things. Yeah. With, uh, like, the 
situation continues on. It's like, oh, they enter a state of not ignoring, but not noticing. And then they reset the memories and fill in the blanks with whatever they like. It's like pretending you're rewriting what's happening. <laughs> Which I would like to connect to the first episode with Maya. I love Maya. She just has an explosion of energy. And she reminds me of Rock Lee from Naruto. So Rock Lee, Maya. But uh, Maya goes on this long-winded explanation about how she was treated by a stylish person. And I just remember thinking, I'm like, I don't think that went exactly how you thought it did. (laughs) So I'm glad to have this explanation in um, this episode for that reason of thinking of, they'll just fill the blanks with whatever they please. Exactly. And then they're just like... uh, so. Yeah, that's step two. What was step three? Because I wrote down the brain wipes everything. And I think I misplaced that Oh, yeah. That Resetting step. the memories and filling in what they like is pretty much that next step. And the fourth step was what? I did not write that one down because I got distracted by something oh. that happened later on. Maybe what I said was three and four. I, I didn't. I didn't jot them down as steps. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. That's what they do. They turn to stone. They tune you out. They listen while not listening. And then they will replace the memory with whatever they want later on. Which is, yes. you know, tactics I should really apply to certain people. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so, I think it's funny when they're eating and um i don't know if this was just a conscious thought i had or if princess jellyfish said it but she just calls them i think she calls them all otaku to their faces yes you just are a bunch of all otaku girls and um me i'm still kind of having issues with understanding what exactly otaku is um I know it's not a city, even though asking for a ticket to Otaku would be pretty dope if you ask me. <laughs> um, I guess I, I'm just struggling with it because in the context that I've heard it a lot were from my, you know, my anime nerd friends and you guys would use it lovingly or like kindly towards one another. So I guess I'm just having difficulty seeing that negative context it's supposed to be used uh, for them. Think of it as like a societal faux pas in Japan. It's like, wow, you're a nerd. Yeah. Same like how it things are here, but slowly it's grown to be popular to be into, you know, your passions, even if they might be, oh, books, in this case, comics cartoons anime all that kind of stuff you know for the longest time you didn't have people that were into it so you were isolated Mm -hmm. and it's kind of the same thing in a way it's just like it's looked down upon because you're not you know doing something that contributes you're just doing something that's you know contributes to your happiness pretty much okay is that an easier way to look at it? Because it kind of yes. mirrors how people act here, too. It's yeah. just a 
you know, encompasses a little bit something that's more suited to culture in Japan than here. Okay, yeah, I, I get it a little bit more. Um, I'm sure, like, as I continue watching the show and I continue hearing the term otaku used more, um, I'll just, it will all finally slide into place and click later on. But, um, yeah, um, she, but uh, Princess Jellyfish calls them all otaku to their faces and they kind of just stop and stare at her for a second. Um, it's like, how dare you? Yeah, well, during that scene, it's really amazing to me because uh, Zukimi has not introduced Princess Jellyfish to any of the people there. The only person that she Zukimi is aware that Princess Jellyfish knows is her. So, like, it's interesting to see Princess Jellyfish uh, talking and addressing each person at the table by their names that she just overheard, you know, in casual conversation or down the hallway or something. She knows yeah. everyone's name, which is being pretty and friendly and they're like oh well like it kind of goes down that trope of wow i wouldn't i didn't think this quote-unquote popular person would even have the time of day to notice my even know my name yeah so like and she's going and saying honey yeah she's just being the kindest then, person then maya and Gigi go off into this mumbling tangent of like how there's like you don't call me honey me 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 it's just like they're grumbling because they just don't know how to take this because it's being very you know, kind to, to them it, it's just like this person's pretty and they're not being genuine with me it's very much an assumption on their yeah. part yeah just like you know she's doing assumptions on them when it comes to the nerdy stuff yeah i mean it's it's quite adorable, actually. Um, one of the things that happened at the table, everybody's mumbling. People are uncomfortable. Uh, Princess Jellyfish does not notice that everybody else at the table is just uncomfortable with her being there, with her just kind of throwing herself into their family gathering because that's basically what it is. It's a family dinner. This is what they do. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if they said once a week or once a month. This is just something they do. They definitely so, do it very often. Um, I know Tsumi, uh, Zukimi asked Princess Jelly at one point, why are you even here? And she goes, because I wanted to see you. And my heart grew and broke at the same time. It was so <laughs> adorable. Like, it was it's like I miss you. <laughs> it was <laughs> much. the like, cutest thing because Zukimi didn't know how to take that. Like, what do you mean you miss me? And Princess Jellyfish didn't seem to understand why she missed her either. She was just like, I just missed her and I wanted to see her. Yeah, it's like they they have this friendly connection, but they don't know what it is yet. It's adorable. I love it. Um, I uh, before we miss the opportunity, I'd like to bring up how so Kimmy does a panic when uh, 
as you lovingly say, Princess Jellyfish says boy. And mm. so to cover it up, she goes ole and starts yes. clapping and dancing around because <laughs> she's still in that state. They can't find out that, yes, actually a boy. <laughs> because she has the mindset of, I know that Princess Jellyfish is a male. Therefore, because I know everybody around me knows also, and I have to cover it up because they will kill me. <laughs> I 100% get that. Um, Well, I guess I'll throw in a little bit of life experience here. Um, I'm non-binary and sometimes I will pack and I go, well, I know. So everybody else Mm, must know that I have something on. Yeah. Everybody knows that I'm packing. So I have to make jokes about it to cover it up to not draw attention when I'm just drawing more attention to it myself. <laughs> so I but, get that panic. <laughs> do they have their little conversation when Sikibi's trying to get rid of our princess here? Um, you know, I wanted to see you and then they end up just coming back because she does not know how to process that because mm-hmm. they just go back to dinner with everybody. Well, they kind of go back to dinner and then the dinner party breaks apart because uh, I think it's Princess Jellyfish goes to serve Bomba and it's something, something touches. Oh, she was putting noodles back in into the hot pot, like filling it, filling it back up. And what happens is she's putting noodles right next to the meat. And then Bamba slams her chopsticks on the table. It's like, you can't do that. If you put it by the meat, the noodles will harden. And she storms off. And when she's everybody storming else, off, well, yeah, everybody she else kind of the door on her hair. That was the funniest thing. <laughs> I love Bamba's hair. It is amazingly drawn. I love how. Listen, it looks one dimension, but her hair is its own character. It's amazing. It gets <laughs> caught in random places all the time. You can see when she's riding on the trains, even they will show just her hair flying out the window. It's like, you know, it's her. You know, it's Bamba because Bamba has the best hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> After Bamba storms out and pulls her hair through the door, um, the rest of them kind of just split off as well. They're upset. They're hurt. Um, they just... Nobody's communicating, so nobody understands what's going on. So everybody's yeah. upset. Everybody's hurt. Um, I, and then her name once... slips me every time. You tell me it every time, but I know oh, the superintendent... She, yes. uh, she asked she... her not, never to come back. Yeah, she gets extremely blunt. I hate to be blunt, but never come back. I'm like, oh, that's a little harsh. (laughs) Yeah, so they, so Tsukimi goes to, you know, with uh, Princess Princess Jelly. Yeah, to walk her home. Yeah, walks her home. And then we find out way more about our mysterious lady. Well, she is rich AF. (laughs) She is so rich. I was, listen, I thought she was like a little rich. Like, oh, she's probably upper, like high middle class. But no, she is rich. 
<laughs> yes, rich. And we get to meet a new character when yeah. we get to, you know, outside the house. It's her big brother. Yeah. Chew. It's, it's Chew. Yeah. That name's really easy for me to remember. <laughs> but <laughs> Chew. Uh, we also learn Princess Jellyfish's name. It's uh, Kurnowski. Kurnowski. Yeah, Kurnowski. Yes, I also wrote that name down phonetically as that, well. That's his name. <laughs> and yeah. Then, yeah, I like that immediately he makes, uh, he tells his brother, yo, go get this, uh, this, this... Um, meat from yeah. yesterday so I can go give it to my new pals pretty much. And he's like, why should I do that? It's like, or also go into dad's office dressed like this and you'll hate it. And he's like, fine. He just rushes in to get it because like, he doesn't be want back. to deal with them fighting. No, well, like that led me um, watching the third episode. I already know this answer, but like, I guess this can help us lead into the third episode. At the end of the second episode with that whole exchange, I was like, does Shu, is Shu the only person in uh, Kurnanosuke's family who knows that he... Uh, cross dresses well, like, well we'll just leave that because we're still not quite done with this episode yeah well yeah that was like <laughs> one of the things that popped through my mind was like oh my god but yeah that is a good question definitely like, we'll uh, answer soon for everyone <laughs> oh yeah so Shu goes in gets the meat because he doesn't want his brother to embarrass him gives it to yes. Princess Jelly <laughs> And they go back and have a communal hot pot. And yep. everybody uh, is... He, well, he goes over and he's like, hey, I got, I brought you Matsusaka beef. And everybody's all like, whoa, it's expensive. And a little bit of, you know, macaron is a city that's well known for beef with a high fat to meat ratio. And it's very expensive. Um. I thought it's one of the top beefs along with like Kobe and Wagyu. I was gonna ask, is it something similar to Kobe beef and Wagyu beef? Um, I've had Wagyu before, so um, I wonder oh. if it's like on it, par it's with not, that. I think you know, I think the meat and fat ratio is different, and the type of cattle and just like area oh, yeah. makes it taste maybe different. But it's, you know, it's one of the top tiers. I want to try it. Specifically in a hot pot. It looks delicious. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, a, a big point to bring up with the beef is that, hey, you can always make friends through good food. Of course. I mean, And that's... that meat was a bribe. <laughs> Listen, the meat may have been a bribe, but it worked. <laughs> it worked. When, uh, so my mom was from the south and one of the things that she raised me with was whenever you go to somebody's house you bring some food with you because they have to like you you're bringing food to them who doesn't like food so um, it's been funny uh, going to people's houses for the first time and bringing like a food dish or something with me and they just think I'm weird but Lith list mom was also from the south so we both have that southern hospitality in us so 
I feel that I would definitely bring food to bribe people that I want to like that I want to like me. Oh yeah, did like, how can you fight over food? How can you? Oh, I'm we sorry. lost her. We lost them for a second. Yes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Um, I was saying, how could you fight over uh, good food? Uh, you. I mean, you can fight for what you think is the best piece, but it's good food, so it's going to be good no matter what. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it ends on a happy note. Everybody seems fairly happy with each other. Um, everybody. Uh, Maya yeah, seems to have come around. So, if <laughs> Maya yeah, opinion matters, yeah, well, Maya yeah's opinion is the one that matters the most to me. <laughs> completely honest, <laughs> she's insane. She's completely insane. I love her. <laughs> she's she's great. Everything is a reference to the Three Kingdoms, and mm -hmm. it's hilarious. It's something like I got my husband watching it with me. And automatically his favorite character. Because always like, oh, comparing the situation to general or the spite battle. And it's just like, your energy attracts. <laughs> I I think I loved Maya yeah, the first time I met her. Because um, I've watched, I, I'm a big documentary nerd. I watch all kinds of documentaries all the time. That's just where I live. I've watched so many documentaries on the Three Kingdoms. Once I heard her like say a general's name, I was like, oh, this person I love. I, I can actually identify with what they're obsessed with. <laughs> so that's <laughs> nice. why I fell in love because I was like, I get it. I, I ha also have a lot of useless knowledge for the Three Kingdoms as well. <laughs> yes, you gotta love I, I know that we've talked we talked about this earlier, but love their passions and yeah. their enthusiasm enthusiasm for them. Yes, yeah, absolutely love it. I still like we haven't heard much from uh what I have fondly called her whispers. Uh I think her name is Gigi. Gigi? Yes. Yeah. You'd never really hear anything from her. She slightly terrifies me. Well, because she... it's her actions. And you know what? By her well, actions I know what that she... she loves the, the yeah. older, juicy men. <laughs> it's just like, I always just see her in the background and I always just go, Huh. <laughs> like I shudder a little bit. I'm like, you scare me. You make me uncomfortable, but in a funny way. <laughs> you'll see her open up more oh i'm i'm so excited and that's kind of the wrap up for episode two is that we learned princess jellyfish's name karenosuke karenosuke thank you uh we find out that uh he is rich at af rich af um and beef is a great bribery tool oh yeah so we close out that episode with everything being all good. Yeah. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. Next will be episode three of Princess Jellyfish. If you want to find out more, follow us on Twitter at some anime cast. 
But until then, you take care. Bye-bye.